afternoon and welcome to the Disability Channel YouTube subscribers. Thank you so much for supporting our platform. We're over 2,500 and we're adding new subscribers every day. So please let us know how we can support your platform as we love teamwork. So today what I want to do, I want to talk to the community and I want to talk to the community about why I started the Disability Channel a channel by and for persons with disabilities and veterans showcasing abilities in the workforce, specifically right now, media. So myself, I have an incurable illness called Familia Mediterranean Fever. So by the name, it, it, the origin is in the Mediterranean. I come from a Macedonian background. My parents are both Macedonian. So there's the Mediterranean gene and that is how I received or got the illness when I was a baby, the genes through my mom and dad. And the familiar Mediterranean fever is basically a fever on steroids. So I'll just give you a little bit of this, of uh, I guess what happens, the symptoms, if you want to call it that. So it's an inflammatory illness. Again, it's very similar to COVID-19, extremely similar. And I'll get into a little bit later on how similar it is, but it's an inflammatory disorder that causes reoccurring inflammatory chest and muscle pains, um, breathing toughness, you can't breathe, mumps, bumps, rashes, fevers of 103 or higher that last uh, from three days to five days to two weeks, anxiety, depression, and starting all over again. So. Basically, that's what happened to me my whole life is I would be healthy and then I would get sick and I'd get severely sick. Weight loss, 20 pounds in three days, like insane. The, the illness would just eat away at any energy, any positivity in my body. And then I'd get better and I'd get back on a horse and I would be, I guess you want to call it, you know, just normal or whatever. I would be sick. And then I'd get sick. And for the longest time, did not know what was causing the illness. Didn't know why. So I spent the first 11 years of my life, not like constantly, but half of it, let's just say, in sick kids. I got to give a big shout out to sick kids. They did all they could to try and find out what my illness was about. I was like a guinea pig. I had them prodding me, needling me, taking parts of my body out to examine it. They took a big chunk of my gum out one year. Like, oh, my whole mouth, I had a, a missing piece of my gum, right? And I was on the 10th floor. Uh, well, actually, the 10th floor, I believe, back in the day was like the circus floor where we used to go there and play games and all that. But I was on the cancer patient floor because they didn't know what I had. And when I got sick, they said you'd get sick just like a cancer patient. So at 11 years old, my, and I went all over. So I went to the Mayo Clinic. I remember when I was four years old with Smokey the Bear, I went down there. Actually, I went, flew down there. The, the, the pilot back in the day let me fly in the cockpit with my mom because I was so sick. Hope he doesn't get fired. Um, so Mayo Clinic, my cousin at the Cleveland Clinic, uh, totally integral in my life. He knew all about my illness, tried to help me uh, all over all over, down in New York. I saw a specialist, uh, probably the number one specialist in the world for Mediterranean fever, familiar Mediterranean fever, Dr. Goldfinger out of Boston. I, believe, I was so young, I was like four or five, so I don't really remember. 
Sick Kids was Dr. Silverthorne, a wonderful doctor, took care of me and my mom. Um, I can't say enough about my parents. And then I did have a, a conversation with uh, the NIH just recently, Dr. Kastner, as he was on CNN comparing familiar Mediterranean fever and COVID, and that's how we connected. Um, but what I also want to talk about is how I personally have put my illness into remission, or I say, kicked it out of my body. It's gone. It's gone. Right? And I want to share this with other people who have familiar Mediterranean fever. Now, I'm a 57-year-old man, I guess. And uh, I was, as far as I know from what my parents were told, that I was the first kid in the world diagnosed with familiar Mediterranean fever. So at about 11 years old, after trials and tribulations with all of the experts around North America, the conclusion was, we can't cure him, so just take him home and, and be good to him. So that's what my parents did, and I have the best family. I have the best two parents and the best brothers and the best friends, right? But, you know, back in the day, you didn't really share your illness or your disability or whatever with, with outsiders. It was a different time than it is today, right? So the only people that knew about my illness were very, very close friends because they would see that I get sick and my family, right? So at about 11 years old, my dad was uh, a Marley. He was drafted by the NHL, total athlete, ref. And it used to kill him and my mom to see their son in the condition I was in, like every parent, right? Like, and believe me, there's a lot worse people off than me. So I'm, I feel blessed. I feel lucky. There's a lot of people who cannot even get out of bed. So I'm very lucky. This is why I created the channel, to help people who really need the help, right? So my dad is about 12 years old because he's an athlete and because he's, you know, a bruiser and big and strong. He said, I'm going to take you to a chiropractor because sometimes I go on. The chiropractor suggested, bring Jay in. You never know. It might be a pressure mechanism thing. Lo and behold, I was about 12 years old. And I remember because I used to play contact sports. Even though I got sick, I didn't know that contact would be one of the conditions that get me sick. So I remember playing hockey and football all weekend. I remember Sunday night. By, by the time Sunday night rolled around after playing road hockey or football in the field, tackle football. By Sunday night, my body was shutting down and I couldn't go to school Monday or for the week. And this happened all the time. So I went to the chiropractor and he did some tricks on me. He went, I went when I wasn't feeling well. And he did some tricks on me and it was like a gas release in my body. The valves just went, Kss. my ankles went, Kss. my wrists went, Kss. my back, my neck. And he was sitting me down there and now you got to find a good chiropractor. This guy was the best, right? And it would relieve my illness. So if I caught it in time, so what would happen is sometimes all of a sudden I do physical activity and within a minute, my body would start to seize up. I could feel my body getting tight, right? It's getting tight. It's getting, and then my energy level goes down. And then here comes the rest of the symptoms. But if I caught it quick enough, meaning I would, he taught me how to stretch, how to crack my back, how to crack my arms, my legs, my neck. If I caught it quick enough and it's just a stretching mechanism and I love people to email me, j at thedisabilitychannel.ca. I will take you through our stre my stretching mechanism 
There's one aspect to how I put the illness into remission. If I caught it quick enough, and I'll give you an example. So here we are at the exhibition. I'm in Toronto, Canada, by the way. So we're here at the exhibition a couple of years ago, and I'm here with, walking with some people, and I step in a pothole. So walking, boom, I step in a pothole. My whole alignment in my back, I feel, goes out. And I told the crew that I was with, I need to find a bar, like a stretching bar, where I can stretch, and I need to find it now. Because if I don't find it now, my back will seize up, and here comes my illness. Well, I couldn't find it. By the end of the night, we were there for a concert. I didn't want to bother everybody. By the end of the night, I by the time I got home, I was sick, right? But if I would have stretched it out, hopefully I would have caught it in time. I wouldn't have not been sick. So stretching, and I can show you how to stretch to keep it in a remission, to avoid getting sick. Another one for me, big one, big maybe the big one, well, as big as stretching, was sleeping. I used to sleep on a regular mattress that was good until it wasn't, meaning it was firm until it went soft. Softness on a bed is my kryptonite. I need a hard bed, almost like the cement, maybe not quite, with a little layer like a yoga mat. That's what I sleep on. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to, I said this a million times, I'm going to get somebody to record me when I'm going to bed and my back is out. Because when I go to bed, my back or my hip or my shoulder out, I'll sleep on my side and we can record it. And you'll see within 30 seconds, my body will start to go like this. My legs, my feet, my arms, my back, my shoulder will start to go like this. It's realigning itself. And it's happened for, for 40 years. Realigns itself. And as long as I catch it in time, I wake up and I'm fine, right? So there's another symptom, sleeping. I can help you with that too. Just a board, a board and a nice flat pillow. Don't have a pillow where your head's up. That's for, but it works for me. It might not work for you, right? So stretching, sleeping quarters on a firm, firm mattress and stay away from gluten. I found that uh, it's a kidney thing. We have some kidney issues. I found, and I didn't know this until just a couple years ago. I was a lifer, wonder bread, white bread. I ate it my whole life. But recently, in the last five years, my stomach was starting to hurt. And I tried everything. I thought it was, well, maybe, I, I mean, I don't really drink beer, but I like a couple of beers. Maybe it was the, the barley. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. No, it was gluten. So I stopped doing gluten. Within two weeks, I've stopped doing it. My stomach felt fine. I couldn't even eat. It was like I was full. My stomach was constantly uh, rumbling and full. So gluten, no gluten, and eating well, right? Eating, I don't eat the best, but I try to eat pretty good. So no gluten, sleeping quarters, stretching. I do it every day. And I work out, and I have a business. And as far as I know, uh, when I talk to fellow people who have familiar Mediterranean fever, they are in dire shape. They are in dire shape. And the kicker here, and I know I do with no medication. I'm on no medication. And I tried it all back as a kid. Colchicin and all that stuff. It didn't work. No medication worked for me. None. And I'm allergic to tetanus shot, uh, penicillin, Tulsa, uh, I'm, I'm allergic to all the high-end medications, but I'm on no medication, none. 
and I don't get sick. I'm not saying I don't, I do, but not very often. And the only thing I'll take is a Tylenol. That's it. That's it. So I love to talk to people again. We're here at the Disability Channel. And our whole mission is to help persons with disability. That's what we do here at the Disability Channel. So let me take a break. And I'm going to come back. I love to interact. So if you guys want to interact, and this is going to be on YouTube, I'd love to get some feedback from you guys, maybe answer some questions, see what else is going on. But let's take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the channel and what type of opportunities are out there for you guys. So stay tuned. You're watching a special presentation on YouTube for our subscribers. Again, I want to thank all the subscribers for for subscribing and supporting us. It's amazing. Thank you for the comments and liking and interacting. So stay tuned and we'll be right back with a couple updates regarding the channel. Welcome back to the show. I guess you want to call it a show or the segment, a special segment about myself revealing my illness called familiar Mediterranean fever. Uh, you know, throughout my life, the support I have, and now we have created the disability channel. And I kind of created the disability channel for a job. I needed a job because I wouldn't tell employers that I have an illness because they wouldn't hire me. I mean, there's no way they wouldn't hire me. So once we sold our family corporation, I was in a lucky position where I could sit down, think on what I wanted to do, and I created the job. And the job is providing more opportunities in employment for persons with disabilities and now veterans. We've taken on veterans in the last, I think about the last year and a half has been fabulous. And just to let you know, we do have a new program with our partner, the Ontario government starting on August 9th, right? So it's online accessible media program. You can find out more information on our website, www.thedisabilitychannel.ca or you could just comment on our Facebook page. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we're gonna be on Twitch. So it's very, very exciting. Let's see what else we want to talk about quickly. Uh, you can check us out on Bell TV, or we're on Monday to Friday on Kojiko on your TV. We're going to be uh, interact, well, we do already interact with Sears. I had an interview that's gonna be up there in a couple weeks. Um, we're gonna be having a Fundraiser in the fall focused on veterans. A lot of good things going on. If you want to volunteer for the channel, right? For photographers or musicians or anybody, but photographers or musicians, if you want to rent a studio in downtown Toronto, yeah, downtown Toronto, a really nice studio, give us a call. We would always accept your donations as all the donations go towards our employment programs, whether that's paying the interns, keeping the lights on, paying our facilitators slash teachers, rent, hardware, software. We really appreciate the donations. You can go to um, PayPal. You can go to Patreon. Hey, when you go to Patreon, make sure you subscribe for our newsletter and our new subscription show called Zen. Very exciting. You can see a little sample on our website, actually, where you can go and zen out for a little bit. We really appreciate the support. Do check out our other shows. We have a music show with wonderful support from Long and McQuaid and Sirius XM. We have a car show where we feature car lovers, but not only car lovers, we feature 
firefighters, the cops, military, uh, and that 69 Chevelle that's in your garage. We love to see that. This month, we're going to be uh, supporting the LBGT Plus 2, I think. I'm sorry. I know they add a lot of uh, uh, syllables to it. So we're going to be out there at the parade supporting them. I think it's very important. Diversity, inclusion, awesome. And we're going to be doing Danceable through Friday Village down at Rebel. We're going to be there again. We haven't been there for five years. We're going to see a few years. We're going to see Neil and the team, Archie Allison. So, again, great cause. We're going to be there with Nick Hurd. And, oh, and do uh, watch our our, uh, our flagship show, the Today Shows. We're in Toronto. We're out in Halton. We're in L.A. And we're in New York City. So be a guest. Be a guest. Find out what opportunities a disability provides. And we are the biggest club of the world. 1.1 billion people growing daily. And we do not discriminate. You want to be a part of our club? We'll take you. Open arms. So, again, this was just a little bit of a breakdown of why I created the channel, my own illness, familiar Mediterranean fever, and maybe I can help a few other people out there who have the illness because I would love to. Again, you're watching the Disability Channel. We'll see you next time. I'm Jay Stoyan.